Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hi, before we get into today's episode, this is just a brief disclaimer. Just because I say something in today's episode does not mean that they are my set in stone thoughts and opinions that are set for life. Just like you, I'm an ever-growing human and I'm ever-evolving and my thoughts can change on a day-to-day basis and at any time of my life. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chaos in the Attic. I hope this episode finds you happy and well. And I will say that this is an exciting episode. And I'm really so sure that you're going to enjoy it because I had so much fun recording it with Helen Hall. And for those of you who don't know who Helen Hall is, she is the owner of Blender Bombs, an amazing company that is here to truly support our health and make us the best humans that we possibly can be from the inside and the outside. And I will just say that Helen herself is just such a ray of sunshine. And I mean this in such a deep way because you can really feel how authentic she is through the way she speaks and how she just so genuinely wants good for the world through everything that she does. She's such a go-getter. And the word that I guess best would describe her is if you've watched the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey, I feel like that's her in the best way possible. And honestly, just a really big shout out to her and her team because it was just such a pleasure to speak with them and to connect with her and yeah i just hope that you enjoy this episode and i say in the beginning of this episode how i always take something away through all the podcasts that i've listened to her that she has been on and even within this podcast if there is something that i took away from it is truly honestly is to be a better human and to just really be as good as I possibly can be and to put my words into action more so and say yes more and I truly feel like I've been inspired and have been touched by her (laughs) wonderful energy so I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode and if you do then I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast rate it leave a review and also give us a shout out on your stories um tag helen tag me tag the podcast and enjoy this episode with helen thank you for coming on my podcast and i just feel like i've listened to you on like different podcasts or i've been watching your journey and i feel like every single time there's always 
something new and there's always something I'm learning about. Even if it's the same story, even if it's something, I'm always learning something new. So I was just curious. So happy because I feel like I'm just constantly repeating myself. And so when I go on a podcast and they ask refreshing new questions, I'm like, yes, this is good because I don't want to always be saying the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I personally always take something new away from it. So I love it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Good. But I wanted to ask you, how has life been treating you recently? Because I feel like you're all over the place in such a great way. Yeah, it's actually, this has been definitely the hardest year ever in terms of, I don't know, I just think like dealing with, with lots of different things. We have, you know, I'm sure you know what happened with like my ex-fiance. So we ended things because he cheated. And so, and he was such a, he played such a valuable role in the business. So replacing him, redistributing roles, it, it was, it was a lot. And we're still going through that um, because my role with the business is more creative and big picture. And his role was very analytical and logistical. And so we're a group of girls and, um, we've been able to find two girls to step up and do the analytical and logistical side of things. And that has been a huge blessing because I prefer working with girls. Um, and then I'm, I'm giving you like the issues that I've experienced this year so far. And then I'll kind of talk about like some of the positives. We're going through a, an issue with a business partner and another business where I just completely was blindsided and tricked by someone. Um, and taken advantage of because I think my naivety in terms of being too trusting of people has caught up with me a little bit uh, where I just like think that everyone has the best intentions when really I've learned this year the lesson I've learned is to protect myself and instead of me just trusting someone off of my instincts with someone but to like someone I'm going to work with or be really invested with like I need to actually do background checks on them and uh, talk to their previous employers and talk to their previous partners and things like that because I've learned that people can be super manipulative. So that's one lesson that I've learned this year. Another, but on the bright side, business is going great. Uh, the smoothie bar is crushing it. Um, friendships are still great. Like I'm in a great relationship now and family's doing good. I'm healthy. I still have my house. Like I'm still obsessed with Charleston. My mental health is great. So things, things are good. Well, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating that you had like that you obviously had to go through that. Everything comes obviously with a lesson, but it's just it's also just annoying when you're so trusting and you're kind and you're being open and then people take advantage of that. It's just like, why? Like, that's not what I'm trying to put out there. I'm just trying to be a like a good human. But yeah, yeah like I'm just trying to fly under the radar and be good and nice to people and like work and put my head down at work. Yeah, but there's always going to be people. I'm glad that it happened because right now, like the business is so small. I'm glad this is happening when at a smaller capacity. Whereas if this happened in five to ten years, it would be a much bigger issue. Um, and like I said, like it was my fiance. We weren't married, so that's that's good. And I just have to make sure that I learn from this lesson and do protect myself more. Which, which I am, it's required me to have tough conversations, which I've never really, I've been good at tough conversations, um, but now I'm having those tough conversations quicker before it's too late. Yeah, which is, 
it's like annoying in a way because you just don't want to have them at the beginning because it's just like what's the use but that's like the most important yeah yeah slow to hire quick to fire that's the motto i love that (laughs) um so just for let's i mean for anyone who doesn't know blender bombs which i don't know why they wouldn't know but (laughs) want to just like give a little history on it how you started it what blender bombs are yeah so blender bombs are a like golf ball sized ball of chia seed hemp seed flaxseed walnuts pecans dates almonds bee pollen aloe cinnamon honey sea salt and it's everything that you need to make your smoothie meal replacement so it's every essential amino acid every essential fatty acid it helps with blood sugar control uh, blood sugar regulation um, it just adds more fiber to your smoothie and so it gives you a lot more energy and so the goal is to have a blender bomb smoothie Monday through Friday. I mean, if you listen, the majority of interviews, with like millionaires, billionaires, successful people, like they always have a smoothie every day, right? So why try to recreate the wheel? Um, we're just going to take those habits that work for people or work for 80% of people and apply them to our lives as well. So the ball you put in your smoothie um, with your fruits and your vegetables, you can also eat it as a snack. You can microwave it for seven seconds and eat it afterwards, or you just eat it plain. I like to microwave it. You can crumble it over oatmeal or yogurt. But our brand also has some other products. It has bomb bars. It has granola, um, smoothie butter. And we have another little item in the works that I can't talk about yet, but it'll be delicious. And then how that started was, in, so I'm 28 now. And in college, I gained 30 pounds. Um, I did the whole yo-yo dieting thing. It was really toxic. And finally long story short what works for me was having a smoothie in the morning and eating mostly plant-based not totally plant-based not vegan not vegetarian but just 80 percent plant-based right and the business i became a personal trainer after like getting fired from the corporate world which is not for me so i became a personal trainer because that was my passion just like health and fitness and i became a personal trainer and started noticing that my clients were experiencing similar like overeating borderline binge eating issues that I was experiencing in college just because of lack of nutrition and lack of eating, you know, whole foods. So I tried to get them to make that smoothie and it was too many steps. So I rolled all the ingredients they needed in that smoothie and uh, turned it into a blender bomb and uh, had them start putting the bomb in their smoothie. And I was getting text message testimonials, phone calls, like selfies like instagram testimonials and i started posting it on my personal instagram and then more and more people that i wasn't training began asking for it and that's how it got started i love that i i just have to say i love how it is that you can like throw into anything and on top of all that it's just so simple the ingredients like there's no additives there's no like preservatives nothing in it that shouldn't like that there's literally no reason to have in food and i just love that because it also just goes to show your own trust that you don't need to put like all these weird additives to keep them longer on a shelf like you just trust the product so much which i love yeah yeah Yeah, i love it it's very transparent it's a transparent product yeah um i also wanted to know a little bit more about i guess like going through that like going through the disordered eating going through that struggle how had that impacted I guess the way that you go about like selling the product and like promoting the product because like all these health products can always have these like weird 
backgrounds of like not very trusting you know yeah yeah so actually when I was in college and I did have disordered eating I didn't ever know that I had it I probably didn't understand that I used to have like a disordered eating habit until probably about three years ago uh, when more and more people started talking about it on social media and then I was like wait I had that you know like I would count every calorie I would count every macro I was very 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 restrictive and I would eat past the point of being full because I wanted chocolate like my body just was so out of sync but it, how that has affected the way I sell it is um you know, there's been some marketing things that I've done in the past that weren't perfect, like that I didn't realize might trigger someone who does have disordered eating when in terms of like talking about weight loss a lot, because it is, it is a weight loss product. Like a lot of people do lose weight from the blender bomb smoothies plus the lifestyle change, but we've had to be very careful about how we word that uh, because it's more than just that. It really is a health it's a nutrition it's like a nutritional supplement it's in the supplement section it's nothing but a ball of nutrients super dense ball of amino acids and fatty acids but when you start consuming all of those um, amino acids and fatty acids every day like it does change your body's cravings and uh it changes the your satiation levels and how your ghrelin like it changes all of those hunger hormones right but marketing wise I always try to tell people this 80-20 lifestyle because if you think about veganism, keto, vegetarian, the low-carb, uh, the grapefruit diet, literally whatever military diet, whatever fad diet is out there, every single one of them says to eat at least 80% plant foods, okay? So whether that's vegetables or fruits or whatever the diet is. So this 80-20 lifestyle is the most unproblematic natural positive lifestyle that someone could live and there's no like negative negativity around it yeah no and i it's so it's so obvious because it attracts so much people like there are so many products on the shelf and there's a reason why a lot of them don't do as well it's because that energy that's like on those products are not as i guess like high spirited and positive so yeah i mean i agree I totally agree with karma within the blender bombs. I never used to talk about this because I thought it was too woo woo, but because you brought it up, I'll say it. I used to journal about this a lot. But like one of the reasons why I think the business did grow and blow up the way that it did is because of the energy that went into it. The people who make the blender bombs are like the most positive, spiritual, like salt of the earth people. And um, when they, then when they're around those blender bombs, like all the time making those bombs, like that positivity goes into the bombs and then you consume it. And I would say our customers are like the nicest people in the world. They're the happiest people in the world because it's all about a transfer of energy. I can say that to you, but not a lot of other people understand. <laughs> no, but I love that because it's just like when you, when you cook, like you cook with love and then you spread love through that cooking. It's a, that exact same thing. And it's just. Yes. And when I used to be super restrictive, if someone made me like a cake, Back when this is when I literally had borderline orthorexia, if someone made me a cake, I'd be like, I wouldn't eat it. And that's kind of honestly one of the most, that was one of the things that led me to find 80-20 is because that 20, like if someone makes me something like with love, like I literally have to eat it, you know? 
And then when I started allowing myself to eat more of that stuff, my weight didn't change. Like my energy levels didn't change. As long as I was 80% whole food, plant-based fuels, like that 20% is up for grabs. Yeah, I love that. And I say 80-20 as if I sit there and I calculate. I've never calculated that in my whole life. Yeah. It's just a mindset of if I'm going to order pizza, I'm going to put arugula, like a ton of arugula on top. You know, I'm just going to add veggies or whatever. If I'm going to eat pasta, add a ton of arugula to it or eat a salad with it, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people take the 80-20 to like the T of like what it's supposed to be. I, I literally heard someone yesterday say like, oh, 80% of the week on the weekdays, I eat clean. And then on the weekends, I go all out. I'm just like, it's, it's a more of a daily, just a thing that you incorporate in your day. It's not necessarily about like, literally the whole week, like a calculated thing. No, it, it has to be habitual. Yeah. It has to be like something that you try to incorporate with almost every meal. Yeah, it's just about balance, I guess. Um, yeah. And some people might not eat, like I prefer to eat small meals throughout the day. Like I don't ever really eat big meals unless I'm going out to eat. But, um, you know, most of them are plants. Feels good. Yeah, I like plants. <laughs> I love plant food. Um, also just have a cupcake. Like the cupcake was great. It was almond flour cupcake, but it was fire. Amazing. I love cupcakes. I love all food. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about, so there's like so many things that I can ask you because I feel like you're so versatile, which I love. I love, I want you to just touch on this a little bit. I know that you studied fashion design <laughs> and that, yeah. yeah. And I just love how you like, you're not, you never limit yourself just because you've studied one thing or that you've done something. So I was just like, curious to know about that a little bit and just like your event, like all the ventures that you've been like trying to go through yeah so I always thought that I was going to be a fashion major um and again like we gotta we gotta be real here <laughs> I studied fashion in the state of South Carolina which isn't in LA or New York by any means but the intention was still there I grew up in Atlanta which is more fashionable like I've always been obsessed with not not brands I I'm actually kind of like anti um, like the Dior, the Chanel, whatever. I think that now that I've been working in marketing for so long, I think a lot of those big name brands are horrific to charge, you know, $3,000, $5,000 for a bag that costs them $60 to make. Like I'm smarter than that to buy that is my mindset now. Like don't trick me. Right. Like don't try and get my $2,000 just because I want to look like everyone else with a quilted bag. I hope that doesn't offend anyone, but really I think people should think about that because nowadays, especially with this whole entrepreneurship situation that's happening in America, so many small brands that we can support so many fashion labels, even just like resellers. Like if support someone who's reselling that Chanel or whatever, if you're so interested in those big name brands, like um, instead of going straight to these, these powerhouses, these fashion houses, like try and find out if you can, source it elsewhere or source like a handmade designer, especially in LA. I'm sure you could rattle off a list of names, but in high school, I was, I was dressed pretty funky. I never cared. People hated my outfit or not. Like I totally dressed for me. I'm sure you can see my house right now as we're recording. Like it's pretty funky. Um, but 
that's just how I like it. I like everything I wear to kind of be like art. Fashion to me is art. And when someone asks, do you ever get sick of your job, like your business? My business to me is art because I've set it up in a way where I only handle the roles that I enjoy. So the new product development means I'm in the kitchen getting my hands dirty, making a new product. That's art. Um, the new packaging of certain products, like that's art. Um, and speaking with people one-on-one, like that's not art, but that's something that I genuinely love doing. And what are some other things that are like art when it comes to work? Designing new stores, like the storefront, that to me is art. Holding an event where you've got to make sure that the colors coordinate and you've got the flowers, but you source the flowers from like a local vendor and you bring in catering kitchens, like, and you add little edible flowers to the art. I mean, to the, to the food, like what I do is art. And so I've still been able to incorporate that sense of fashion into the CPG world. Yeah, no, I love it. And I just love, I also heard that you, you're planning on making a documentary, which is another thing to talk about. But before I get into that, I just love, this is something like I always like try to refer to myself as, which is a Renaissance woman. And that's definitely something that you embody because I just, I feel like it's so, it's sad to just limit myself to one thing. Like I, I want to be a writer. I want to be a, I want to design clothes. I want to be in health. Like I want all of these things. And I just feel like it's so restrictive if I just like stay in my lane in that scenario. And I feel like you really do embody that of just, you let yourself like dabble in all areas without like fear of anything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely like to dabble just like you. Um, Some people want to be restricted. Like some people feel safe in a nine to five job with the 401k and like all that stuff. But I think where I had this realization where I wanted to try everything is when we did live in the RV park for a few months, um, I was so happy. Like, I would rather do what I love day to day and not make as much money. And um, so I don't have a fear of like financially, I don't have a fear of like losing it, losing everything because even if I did lose everything, I I genuinely know that I would still be happy. Another thing that I do to be able to, another thing that I do to be able to dabble in all these different industries is I take like, a third of my salary and I put it towards an assistant to help take a load off my plate of the things that I don't enjoy doing. So some of the admin work and some of the day-to-day work because I would rather take less money and be able to pour my heart and soul and not get burnt out into these different ventures. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do. I love that. And I think it's important also to just like relieve, like just to relieve stress from yourself in that way. I'm like, it's just, it's unnecessary to like force yourself to do something that's just not aligning with you in any way. Cause then when you put that work out there, it's just, it's not going to be optimal in any sense. Right. And that's where this 80, 20 comes into play again. Um, as long as you enjoy 80% of what you're doing, like you, that 20%, you can get through no problem. Yeah. So uh, realistically, I still have to do a lot of stuff that I don't want to do, but the majority of what I do is it fuels me and it empowers me rather than drains me yeah well just let's circle back a little bit to the documentary because i find that (laughs) fascinating and so interesting i'm just like so intrigued by it yeah i still need to gather this year threw me for a freaking loop man i mean i can't even tell you but legally i cannot talk about it but it did throw me for a loop so the goal is and i don't have a timeline on it um because it's going to happen when it (laughs) 
when it's going to happen, when I feel like the businesses are in a good place, like I still need to get some more leadership in the smoothie bar as we continue to expand, like the expansion of the smoothie bar. And I still need one or two more hires in blender bombs before I feel like I can step away and actually film this documentary. But what it's going to be is it's going to be what I think it is. Of course, a production company might want to change it up, but in my head, I'll gain 30 pounds by eating the standard American diet. I'll show how my health changes from gaining that weight and how my energy levels change, like my mental health will change, like the way that I view myself, all that stuff. And then I want to show people how you can get your body back to like your body, your homeostasis body weight from eating this 80-20 diet and uh, this 80-20 way of living, I guess, not the word diet because that can trigger some people, but living and eating 80-20 and then adding in, you know, the blender bomb smoothies most days of the week. And then show how my health changes from that because like I've gotten my blood work done a few times this year just for like I was on Accutane and some other I had to get surgery so I had to get my blood work done and every time I get it done they're like you literally have flawless blood panel you know and so I want that for other people and documentaries are very good uh, at changing people's perceptions on things so if I want more people to eat more plants I've got to do it myself yeah, I love that. I, I really I admire that a lot, especially because I feel like a lot of people, like you are truly someone who like embodies the talk that you speak, like you actually go for the things that you want to go for. You Like a lot of people just say that they want to do something and just sit around or they'll have an idea and not do anything with it. But you're someone who actually goes and does it and also does it from such a loving place of just wanting good for everyone. So I just... Yeah. I really admire that. Thank you for saying that. My dad taught me that. He used to, if I like wanted to do something and I was going to put it off, I'd be like, I'll do it in an hour. And he'd be like, literally, no, like you're, you're doing it right this second. And that allows me to get 20,000 times uh, the things, 20,000. Well, how do I say this? I get more done in a day than the average human. But that also comes with some cons. So, like, my friends have sat me down sometimes and been like, Helen, you're not present when you're with us because your mind's always racing and you're, like, you act on things immediately, which is great for work. But, like, when you're with your friends, you've got to, you've got to focus on us. And, like, we want to feel like you're paying attention to us. And, like, sometimes we'll say things to you and you forget them. So when my friends sat me down and told me that, that was a big wake-up call that, like, when I am with my friends, I do need to um, put work aside. Or if I need to finish, if I do need to do something with work, I need to step out and like handle it in the bathroom or something and not, not do it in front of them, just out of respect for our relationships. But yeah, I do try to, if I say I'm going to do something, most of the time I do it. Of course, some things fall through the cracks, but it pains me to not follow through with my word. Pains me. Another example of that is yesterday I was, I haven't gotten into a car accident in years, but yesterday I was pulling out of the parking lot where I was working out someone had illegally parked behind me and I tapped their car and it really wasn't a big deal but like I wrote them a note anyway and and they <laughs> I got the funniest response back I wrote them a note gave them my phone number and this girl was like hey like thank you so much for letting me know about the truck like it's my husband's truck so he'll never notice it can stay between you and me I love that <laughs> I was like, I guess that's good karma. And I was like, give me your email, I'll send you a present. She never gave me her email, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. 
that's yeah. She was like, most people would never ever say anything. So thank you for saying something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's luck and karma and everything good, I guess. Um, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you about, um, I guess, how do you prevent with so much that you handle and so much that you do, like, how do you prevent burnout? How do you prevent yourself from like getting in that zone? Like what I mentioned earlier about hiring, like giving a third of my salary to someone to handle the stuff that would burn me out. That's, that's how. Yeah. So I, I make less money at the end of the day, but my stress levels less. Um, in terms of business, I find your whole, the way you approach business is very unique, I would say. And I feel like you allow yourself to just I get, get out of the, the norms of what people expect in a business. And I really do admire that because it's, I always, I've said it like multiple times, like previous podcasts where I'm just like, I know that a lot of people don't actually enjoy the standard way of like doing business of hiring and all of that but they just feel the need to like stick to it because everyone else is doing it that way and if they go against the grain then they'll like somehow fail and i love how you are literally proving that that's not the case at all so can you talk a little bit about like your business um yeah i think it's because in order for someone to kind of do what i'm about to say that I do, it requires someone who is so open to failure, I guess, and so open to change. But, and also to go off what you said, running a business differently is great up to a certain amount. But if you do want to get acquired one day, that's when you have to like restructure a little bit and get super structured. So there's two ways. Like if you're going to stay a small business forever, like it's fine to be lackadaisical on rules and like kind of make stuff up as you go. But if you are taking an investor on, like I didn't take an investor on. So that's why I was allowed to do that stuff just to be more chill and like make my own rules. But if I had an investor on, I had someone else's money that I had to return to them. Things would have been way different. Right. So things would have been way more structured, way more corporate, way more reporting. But luckily, I didn't have to do that. Of course, I've had investors come and be like, we want to do X, Y, and Z. But that to me is not, it's not worth it yet until we we super need it, which we will one day. But some of the things we do is we have hours from like 9.30 to 3.30 is people work way more than that. But like the communication hours are 9.30 to 3.30. And that is the reason why is because some people are morning people and some people are night people. Um, Like we have one girl who really likes to work at 10 p.m. and likes to sleep in. And then we have one girl who really likes to work at 7 a.m. but wants to get out of there at 3.30 and not look at work for the rest of the day. So that's kind of why we have those flex hours. Um, we work remote, which is great for some people. Some people don't like working remote. They need more structure. So for someone who needs more structure, a startup world probably isn't the best for them because you have to be able to roll with the punches and do a ton of different jobs. Like It takes a very special, unique person to work in a startup. It, it's, it does. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah, I just I just love that there's like more leniency, I guess, to it, which is obviously not in all cases. You Like you said, can't just go with that, with that flow in all scenarios. But I mean, whatever works for what you're doing works. <laughs> it does. Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But you also have to create a place for 
your team to give you just as much feedback as you give them. You know, it needs to be constant, like a two-way street. It doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be like, um, you've got to have open communication always. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get a consultant in there to be like this third party who can kind of translate for you so that your employees don't have to go directly to you, but they go to the consultant and the consultant goes to you and then any like resentful feelings can kind of be devoid. Yeah. I feel like I'm like bouncing all over the place, but I'm going to ask you. <laughs> okay, this is the story of my life. <laughs> what inspires you to like just keep going and like to keep pursuing your passions? Like, I feel like a lot of people will have self-doubt and then they'll fear something. Like, so what inspires you to just keep going, going after? Well, two things. The fact that, you know, we are a profitable business. If we weren't profitable, like, would have quit i would suggest anyone if they're not profitable after two years to maybe change direction um but so that is that is one of the reasons why i still do what i do is because the business is alive but what actually fuels me on top of that is the testimonials that we get we get a ton of testimonials yeah and just knowing that we're giving people a tool that lets them add more plants to their diet and it trickles down into them adding more walks to their lifestyle, more meditation, more podcasts, more personal development, more boundaries for them to set up with friends and family, more like alone time. It's just, it's a whole lifestyle change that we're trying to get people to do, but it starts with what you eat and how much you sleep. Those are very important. <laughs> well, I like that a lot. And I think, it, yeah, I, I, what I do love about like blender bombs in general is that you are promoting this whole lifestyle like this whole holistic lifestyle it's not just one thing you need to like you care you need to care for like each aspect of your life for it to all like to bring you that happiness and joy in life which is great and yeah i do agree that i think a lot of people make that mental shift when it starts when they start to eat better because it really is an internal thing it isn't any thing it's not just like, of course, like if, when you consume foods that are like actually healing and actually supporting your, your whole total body health, it does do something for your mind and how you shift your mindset. And I just love that, which is why your documentary would, is going to be great, too. <laughs> I hope so. I need to start like, I don't know. I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> I'm going to keep if anybody knows what to do. Let me know <laughs> how I start that. I have no clue. Yeah, that's, that's another thing I was going to ask you, um, which is when you, like, when you started, like, did you have any idea of how it was going to go? Like, did you... Oh, it hasn't started yet. Like, when you started Blender Bombs, did you go, oh, like, oh th- this is, these are the no. steps you need to take? Literally, no. Okay. Day by day. I didn't mean for it to be a business. I was just trying to, I mean, at first, I was, yeah, it was not good. I was charging costs for everything. And not accounting for labor. <laughs> and then I had to, I was like, wait, I haven't made any money off this. Like, why am I doing this when it's taking up time that I could be working another job, actually making money. And so then I had to charge more for the blender bombs. Um, and I think it's just always like, I've, I've been good at putting out fires. And now I have other people to put out most of the fires for me, which has been great. But at the beginning, it was just me, myself, and I for the first, like, year and a half. Uh, and Scott was in there, too, a little bit. RIP. But, but 
yeah, it was a lot of putting out fires and asking tons of questions. So after I felt like I was getting burnt out on making the products myself, I was like, oh, I need to get someone to make it for me. What's the easiest solution? Easiest solution would be to call the catering kitchen who already makes food and see if I can pay them to make it. I'm sure they have downtime in between projects. So I did that. And then the next step was like mass production. And so I called one of my friends and asked for the phone number of a guy who had like a neutral grain bar company. And I had to call him like, I'm not, not exaggerating 32 times before he answered my call. And he said, you need a machine with a co-packer. I mean, you need a co-packer with a certain machine called a BMAG. And so I Googled BMAG machine co-packer. And the first company I called is who we still use today. So it's just problem solving. Yeah, well, it shows your determination for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, how have you- We do not take no for an answer. We go through the front door, back door, the chimney, the floorboards. Yeah, I love that. I, I feel like <laughs> I try to be that way. And then after a certain point, I'm just like, I just stopped. <laughs> and I just- Yeah, of course. After a certain point, you know, <laughs> hands are tied, but- yeah um how has i guess creating blender bombs like shifted your life because i feel like it kind of like it like exploded in a sense of like the success of it yeah i guess i just feel fulfilled i get to work with people that i love my customers i see them all over the place that's nice like if i'm in charleston i go out to dinner like i'll see a customer and they'll tell me how blender bombs changed their life or I was on a walk yesterday and someone ran by and was like, have my blender mouse smoothie this morning. You know, things like that. It's just, it's a community, which, you know, they say you need food, shelter, and water to survive, but like you also need community. Yeah. And so blender bombs has provided me food, shelter, and community. Yeah. And then the city has provided me water. <laughs> well, not we're in LA with the whole <laughs> shortage. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Ooh, sensitive subject. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna ask you also. I guess what's your your greatest or craziest memory of like the start of Blender Bombs? I wish Casey was here to answer that. I remember my first blender that I bought to like blend my own date paste. I had to put on like a twelve month payment plan. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That was pretty crazy. Um, another thing, oh, Whole Foods. I've talked about this in podcasts a lot, though, so I don't, I don't want to like repeat myself, but I will. But I was on Instagram and I was asking people. You know, everyone was like DMing me. You should go to Whole Foods. Like you should be in Whole Foods. Like no shit. Thank you. I know. I've been contacting them. They don't respond. You try. And so. So I put on my story, like, if you know someone who works for corporate Whole Foods, let me know. I'm going to reach out. And after I said that, within an hour, someone from corporate Whole Foods emailed and was like, hey, fly to Austin next month and pitch to us. And that's how we got into Whole Foods. Um, yeah, that was probably crazy. That was super crazy. Honestly, the craziest thing is just all of it. It's really crazy. <laughs> yeah, I always say that I feel like when you're going through any type of like business venture, whatever it is in life, like to it's the whole experience from start to end. If there even is an end is like this constant, just craziness. And it's just capturing the moments, I guess, to like really look back. Cause when you're so in it, your mind is not 
grasping everything because you're just like constantly on the go with like it's like overwhelming you have no idea we have our team calls every tuesday where you have to go over what you did for the week and i don't even participate because i can't think about what i did i just need to do yeah i can't um well, I'm also really curious because I heard, I don't know where I heard it, but that you're, int- you're into human design. Yeah, I'm obsessed. What are you? I, I'm a generator, but that's like the max. I know I did like the Jenna Zoe's on her website. Yeah. And I mean, like I just get the basics of like the things that come on the side. I understand that part, but everything else is just like a whole mystery to me. And I'm just curious because I'm like so interested in like getting into it actually. Okay, so we have been working on a book for the last two years, and it's going through the um, self. It, we're, it's being edited right now. Like the last, we've had it edited like three times. It's going through the final edit right now. So we should have it on Amazon within the next like three months, three to four months. Um, and it's a fire book. It's like human design for dummies. But I'm a projector, so I'm, I tell people what to do, and I like visionary and eat small meals and. Uh, work really hard but generators are the hardest worker they just have a knack for it they're incredible like I prefer to hire generators yeah Yeah, they're the best the guy I just started dating is a generator and he doesn't stop it's awesome that's great Uh uh-huh I think that that complements a productive end like I think yeah it does you have to have them yeah I mean how did you get into it I'm just curious uh, I was going to a therapist and she suggested human design to me and I I did it and she like I did a lesson with her and she kind of read my chart and it made so much sense and then I asked everyone on our team to do their chart and literally all five people around me were projectors and that's only 20 percent of the population I was like fuck <laughs> we need generators in here wow. it's just like natural attraction I was like I must have a type yeah <laughs> No, but I love that your therapist uh, record, like showed you that because that's yeah. Therapists are just she showed me a lot of things, but that was the only thing that really resonated. Yeah. Also, I want to say that you're. I heard this also at a pre- some podcast, but you're the doctor who, when you went to for like asking questions about your binging, binging and like sugar cravings and all of that, the fact that he recommended that you added like amino acids in and all of these like on fiber is just such a great great thing because I feel like doctors don't usually do that so I feel like you're really lucky in terms of like the people that you encounter well I go through a lot of them like I had to go through several therapists to find the right one and several doctors to find the right one but yeah there's also a really good doctor in town uh Brittany Dr. Henderson that prescribed not prescribed but like recommends blender bombs there's a lot of doctors who actually actually recommend blender bombs now because of that one doctor in columbia that i went to who was like cheese seed hemp seeds walnuts <laughs> i love to see blender bombs like at every single doctor's office just like there. no that's my dream let's make it happen yeah oh my god <laughs> i i'll like i'll go any doctor office i'll go into i'll like bring them a blender bomb just like here have it. yeah yeah <laughs> traveling sales rep <laughs> yeah um okay well i want to ask you a couple of questions before we end they're just like quick rapid fire style do you know your son but actually before we get into it is there anything that you want to like add anything new interesting that's going on upcoming things? we are 
launching a new brand and product called Tipsy Spritzers. It's an alcoholic wine. It's a it's a wine spritzer and it's low alcohol, but it's organic and it's, it's no natural flavors, only organic flavors because natural flavors are like barely regulated. And there's no Velcrin in the cans. Like most cans have are mm. lined with something called Velcrin, which can lead to eczema and other health issues. But look up tips, Tipsy Spritzers on Instagram. It'll be available in South Carolina and Georgia to start, but eventually we'll grow towards the West Coast and stuff. That launches in three weeks. And um, yeah, Blender Bombs, we have some new bar flavors coming out. And we can use the code CHAOS for 15% off um, BlenderBombs.com. Great. Thank you so much. But we're also available on Amazon. Thank you. And okay, so let's just go through the rapid fire questions. Um, yeah. What do you know your sun, moon, and rising sign? I do not. <laughs> okay. I've gotten it done so many times. Like I said, I with my therapist, I did all that stuff. But what really resonated with me was human design. I, it's interesting that you say that because I always find that astrology and like your birth chart and human design like really go well together. Yeah, like I they do so much similar. Like I can, yeah. Like human design is uses your um, sun moon that chart your astrology chart uh, and when it forms its synopsis yeah do you know well you do you know your sun sign like the your do you know your i'm an aries okay yeah that's your sun sign is that a sun sign yeah okay yeah that's what i am okay um can you tell can i tell <laughs> um to be honest not not really oh really yeah not at all like, i think you were i think you no i i do see like fire sign in you like that fire energy but I wouldn't assume an Aries. I'm a Sagittarius, so like also a fire sign. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, a seven on the Enneagram. Yeah. Um, what's your a current favorite thing that you're consuming? It can be food. It can be a book. It can be anything. Oh, yeah. It's called, like, I think it's called Essentialism by Gary something. I'm obsessed with it. It's a book. Okay. It's either, like, Essential or Essentialism, something like that. But it's so good. Everyone needs to read it. Anyone who's in business needs to read it. Okay. I need more business books, so yeah. I'll give that a read. Add it to my list. Um, a tip or advice, just anything. Literally can be from how you trim your hair. Anything. I mean, at this point, like, Jesus, protect yourself. <laughs> Get it in writing. Contracts. Okay. I like that. That could and like. yeah that don't be afraid to be a shark like know your worth yeah and do the work to know your worth um well this one would probably tie into it but like a quote to live by oh life is a game oh i like that that's it that's like i live by that quote i saw it in the i saw a neon sign that said it in a casino in monaco last week said life is a game play it it was like a bunch of gambling things so i was like that's tempting that is tempting <laughs> but i didn't um yeah that those signs just always get me <laughs> so yeah like is that a sign that this is a sign that i should gamble that i'm gonna win <laughs> i was like no no <laughs> um a favorite meal or food that you're consuming you can also just you want to say your favorite blender bomb project that could also be great oh this the cookie dough bar is out of this world good. Okay, I'll take that. Um, a favorite period of time or era? 
that I've lived in. In general, just whatever. The twenties. Yeah, just like the carefree dancing and stuff. Yeah, I like. That. I'm into that. <laughs> um, a fa- your favorite animal. I love cats. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm more of a cat. I'm, I'm fostering puppies right now. Oh. They're really cute, but just like the peeing and pooping everywhere, <laughs> like I it's unacceptable. We can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> no. I like cats. Cats are easy. Yeah, but good for fostering. That's that's awesome. Um, what do you want? One, what one thing would you want the world to have more of, and one thing you'd want the world to have less of? More plants, for sure, and less um, mass production of animals. Yeah. Um, how do you, the last question is, how do you ease the chaos in your attic? How do I what? Ease, ease it? In your attic. Oh, I outsource the things I don't like. Again, like the whole concept of taking home less of a paycheck to outsource things that bring me down is worth it to me. I like that a lot, and I think that's great. And a good way to live by, in general. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to just anything about? No, I think just, again, I think everyone, people should really read that book, like Essentialism by Gary something. It's incredible. And where can everyone find you, find Blender Bombs, all of that good stuff? On Instagram at Helen Hall and on Blen- on on Instagram at Blunderbombs. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. And that is the end of this amazing episode with Helen. I hope you enjoyed it. I really, truly do appreciate Helen and the team for just connecting with me, and I also just appreciate all of you, of course, as always. And Helen was generous enough to give me a discount code for all Blender Bomb products. So you can use the code CHAOS15 to get a discount on anything on her website. And obviously, everything will be linked down below. But just in case, that's blenderbombs.com. And yeah, truly, go use it. Use the code. Take advantage because you will be missing out if you don't. So thank your precious ears for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day and wonderful food in your belly with Blender Bombs products. (laughs) Thank you.